0: One,
1: two, three. Mm. Welcome to Three Song Stories, the podcast that takes the magic of music and how it imprints in our memories to connect us to the times, places, and emotions from our lives. Thanks for listening. I'm Tara Calligan. Our guest today is Buffalo B. Still of the Nappy Roots, an American alternative southern rap quartet. The group met in Bowling Green, Kentucky in 1995 and are best known for their hit singles, Ah Na, Round the Globe, and Good Day. They were the best-selling hip-hop group of 2002. B. Still is a Grammy-nominated musician, an actor, and an inspiration. In May 2019, Still completed his bachelor's degree in organizational leadership from the University of Kentucky. And now he's sharing his back-to-college experience in hopes of inspiring others in Kentucky to further their education. Nappy Roots was in Fort Myers performing at the Arts on Tap 2 Days event at the Alliance for the Arts. And Be Still was kind and cool enough to join us in the studio the morning of their concert to share his biography through music. Enjoy the journey. Hey there, Be Still. How are you?
0: Well, I'm doing great, Terry. How are you?
1: I'm doing very well. Uh, you are in the lovely Fort Myers for Arts on Tap at the Alliance uh, through Molly Deckert.
0: Yes, we are tonight. We're going to put on a great show. Anybody who's listening to this, I'm hoping that you hear this before the show. But if you hear it afterwards, obviously we killed it. It will be know? afterwards. Yeah, but yeah, you did great. Obviously, we did amazing. You know.
1: <laughs> and how did you how do you know Molly Deckard? So she's the director of the Alliance and who brought you here.
0: Right. We've worked with Molly. Molly has done some stuff uh, in the film industry, and um, she's definitely worked with us from back in her days in Idaho. So Nappy Roots, uh, we, we've toured, and our, our bread and butters is the northwest and the southeast of America. So we stay, we spent a lot of time in Florida and Georgia and then in the northwest in Seattle and uh, Idaho and uh, Wyoming, Colorado, California, all that stuff. So uh, we met Molly back in the day in, in Idaho at the film festival, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been on ever since, so she's great. She's yeah. amazing.
1: She's that queen of the film festivals, horror film festivals yeah, specifically. Yeah. Do you yeah. like horror movies? Are you just scary movies? <clears throat> you know,
0: I'm not a big horror guy, but uh, when I be, like, dreaming and having, like, you know, nightmares and stuff, like, I enjoy those, actually, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So I enjoy my own nightmares, but I don't like to watch other people's, if that makes sense.
1: No, I can dig on that. I like yeah. that a lot, actually. Uh what gets played while you're on the road, usually? What how, what determines that? Does everyone listen to their own thing?
0: It's usually uh, the driver controls the radio. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, whatever gets them through. So if uh, if I got to drive and, you know, we got uh, a trip to the West Coast or something, and each one of us has like a five-hour, you know, uh, shift, mm-hmm. three, four-hour shift, whatever, you know, me, I might... <clears throat> so, so for instance, I'm gonna just keep it real. We just did this on the way here to Florida. Um, I actually drove to Clutch and I. One of the guys in Nappy Rouge drove from Louisville to Atlanta and then caught a flight in the morning from Atlanta to Fort Myers. So for our six hour drive, I played uh, all seventies music. Honestly, okay. So I went back to you know I had Aretha playing. Yes. I had. Uh, Oh my God, Gladys Knight, Um, Marvin. I had play some Marvin, some Curtis Mayfield. There you go. Uh, We went in. I had some Al Green, man. You know, so uh, we definitely went in uh, on the seventies music, and we we like to have a conversation because it's like. That's when the peak of like real music. You had to be amazing almost to compete with all of those names I just dropped. I've been and on a James more. Brown kick
1: myself there very you recently. Go. So his yeah. band
0: was amazing. Oh yeah. So um and James James is another one too. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get to play him last night, but uh Maybe later. Maybe later. Maybe <laughs> on the way back, you know.
1: Is there anything someone plays on the road that you're just like, no man, no? Like, do not do this to me. But it's like, sorry, I'm I'm driving.
0: Uh, not really. You That's know, cool though. I think we all like and this it's cool because it'll be different flavors you know so everybody got their own flavor and um it's like a a, a insight to see who the, who the driver is what you know what I'm saying like what what what
1: what break do they down listen that driver to.
0: yeah so okay. um so and then nine times out of ten we all just just go to sleep anyway but right. but with me either I'll play scales to tell you he's in here I'm gonna play either all my music like I, I got a million songs nobody's ever heard before and I'll play them all while I'm driving and they're gonna be like they they like damn still bro you got a lot of songs bro like
1: (laughs) right and then that (laughs) can get
0: when did you have time to record all these songs but um and then it'd be some new stuff every time so um I like to do that me personally but um other than that you know I'll play some old school stuff I'm 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 my old soul. I think
1: I'm too. I yeah. like that. I d- I th- that's that's kind of the jive too. I mean, that helps me expose people to music. Do mm. you share a lot of music, people, and expose them to new things?
0: I do. Yeah, yeah. that's cool.
1: what I do too. And I make mixtapes for people. That's my love. <laughs> music's my love language. That's how I tell people that I appreciate them. Uh, where did you grow up?
0: Louisville, Kentucky. Man. Yes. Man. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes.
1: Yes. So, what music was being played around you when you were growing up by your family?
0: All of that stuff I just named. All, All right. the '70s. All Stevie Wonder. I mean, like. You know, I, I just grew up in a household of pretty much uh, R&B and mm. uh, soul music, you know. Um, gospel on Sundays, you know what I'm saying? You know, that was a necessity. I had to listen to that. But um, for the most part, yeah, Michael, Michael Jackson, you know. Yeah. Just clean um, soul music, you know, good good soul music, And um, and then, you know. I guess that might have influenced what I do now, you know, as far as, like, our music that we make. We do make, you know, for the most part, wholesome type of safe music that you could play for your kids. Like, my parents played that music for me, you know. Yeah.
1: What's the earliest musical memory that you can recall? So is it like a childhood memory, listening to music with your family, or what's the earliest impactful musical memory that that comes up?
0: Hmm. I think this would be a good time to segue into my first song.
1: Oh, we can do that. We can get to your first song. Because
0: this is is the first song that I've ever, like, this was the story of Be Still. Um, You know, the, the song that I sung as a kid before I could even read or write or whatever was... This next song that uh, I hope that you got queued up for me. Oh, we have all the songs queued up. Oh, nice.
1: So, int- go and introduce <coughs> the song if you'd like to. And do you want to listen to it first? Do you want to? to Um. Um. Tell uh, the story. I
0: want to. I want to listen to it first okay. because because I, I think that if I tell the story, I'm going to spoil this song. What do you this mind song introducing do. the song? Uh, yes. I'm gonna introduce the song. Do it. This song is Kenny Rogers' "The Gambler." And that's all I'm going to say. Let's listen to it. Man, just imagine like, you know, a uh, uh, four-year-old little black kid, man, in the hood singing this song with the top of his lungs around the neighborhood. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kenny spoke to me. Whatever this song did, you know, it spoke to me at that age. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know, that was my first love of music. Um. So yeah, I love I love the storytelling that he that he did in the song. You know what I'm saying? So like it's so many jewels. We was just talking this the jewels that he dropped in his song was, is just like it's is come on now. You know, you 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 got to know when to hold them, right? Mhm. But then you got to know when to fold them yes. too. You get what I'm saying? The flip
1: side of it. Yeah, that. you know what I'm saying? The wisdom that comes with that.
0: Then you got to know when to walk away, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm but on top of that you got to know when to run too you get what I'm saying oh man so many jewels I could keep going you know you never count your money man why you sitting at the table because there's time enough to count it when the deal is done you get what I'm saying Mm -hmm. oh come on man so yeah so Kenny Rogers and I God bless RIP you know he's you know one of the greatest for sure but um I was in Georgia one day uh, after a show and um Stopped at a Penn Station to eat some food. Uh, m- me and Clutch, one of my band members, the dude, I, you know, I, I was saying earlier, we traveled together. So um, we stopped at Penn Station, grabbed a sub. Clutch was like, bro, I think that's Kenny Rogers <laughs> getting a sub. I was like, that ain't no f***ing Kenny Rogers, man. But I seen, um, I saw the chick that he was with, right? Mm-hmm. And she was gorgeous, you know what I'm saying? no, You know, she was bad as f- and But he's an old, g- gray-haired, yeah. you know, white guy uh, with a beautiful, you know, beautiful, young. <laughs> I was like, maybe that is <laughs> Kenny Rogers. <laughs> maybe that is Kenny. And then um, we went over there and, you know what I'm saying, uh, Clutch asked him, was it, you know, are you Kenny Rogers? And he was like, well, yeah, man, I'm Kenny Ro- I'm I was like, what? <laughs> And I'm in a, I'm just like starstruck because I'm telling you this is the first song I've ever known. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. the gambler by this man. And so, um, I was starstruck. You know what I'm saying? I didn't say one word to him. I was just looking. I was just like, man, you don't even know, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, Clutch ended up t- telling him we was in a group called a rap group called Nappy Roots. He said, oh yeah, I heard of y'all. You know what I'm saying? So before he before he went, man, Kenny Rogers. He, you never know. You know what I'm saying? He might have been on this show and played Nappy Roots song and been like, this is one of the songs that I like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Influenced him. You know, you exactly. never know. You dig? But I can say that definitely That Gambler was uh one of my first memories, man. My oldest song that I ever, have ever remembered in my lifetime. And uh to this day, those words still ring true. So uh yeah.
1: Do you play that song often? Do
0: yourself a favor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen to this man. Do you play it a lot? Um you know nostalgic reasons i might play it but you know when i when i when i get the chance to i will you need know? to rally but, the but troops
1: I, when you're driving
0: i don't i don't <laughs> see see everybody ain't ready for that yeah you know i'm saying for me to play with play that when yeah. i'm driving you know so i don't i'll I, I put that in my headphones you know Like. It. can you think of any times in your life when you've been confronted with a moment where you thought it's time to run. Oh yeah, at the casino, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> this song plays in my head when I'm when I'm definitely playing poker at the casino. So yeah, I um I I I I I do follow this man's advice for sure.
1: That's fantastic. Uh do you have any music memories st- stemming from your grandparents?
0: <sighs>
1: that go a little deeper than maybe just, you know, like your parents around your your house and things.
0: You know, uh as I sit and think, I, I really uh, don't have musical memories with my grandparents. Mm. So n- you brought this up. Like, I'm thinking, like, man, I, my, my grandparents really, um, you know, I don't have those memories of music, more or less. Mm. Uh, because it's just, you know, we weren't, you know, it's like, you know, we was outside. We was doing doing things, active things. So music really didn't come in, but it's so funny that you say that because um my dad, my father and his and, and my uncles, like all his brothers like played music growing up. They were in, you know, a band and it's um uh so my story is crazy. Um being from coming from my parents, um, Lebanon, Kentucky, right? This was country as you could think of. The, the in the back, as we say. Yeah. We we out back. That's where that's where. So um there was this club, the history of Lebanon, Kentucky, um the Chitlin circuit, man. Like so all the fifties and sixties bands came up and there was a spot in Kentucky on this quote unquote Chitlin circuit that uh Ray Charles and Jimi Hendrix and Ike and Tina and, all, and, you know, everybody who who started their career came through Lebanon, Kentucky, in this club called Club Cherry. And um, the story about Club Cherry, uh, one of the owners in Club Cherry helped Tina when she was trying to get away from Ike, leave Ike. Dude gave her 10 grand to change her life and take her name and do what she wants to do. And she got that money from the guy from who owned Club Cherry wow. in Lebanon, Kentucky, where my, my father learned his. You know, he learned from all of these guys. And um, <clears throat> so when I was a kid starting, you know, because he he uh, he owned, he, he like managed bands and he owned the label back then when I was a kid. And I'm sitting here like hooking up people's equipment as a kid. And I'm like, man, I, I love this. This is 9, 10, 11 years old. Okay. And uh, when the bug bit me, I started, I, I kind of was like, I hid it from him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, he's working with some some amazing people. And I'm, I'm you know, doing this new thing called hip hop. And it's like, you know, um, I, 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 I hid it. And my mother ended up coming in my bedroom one day and, like, um, going through my desk. And finding like notebooks filled with rhymes and she, and she was just like, What is what's this? Like is this homework? What is this poems? What is this? And so um I just did some raps for her. Yeah. And she was like, um she she was like, you know, you know, Dad, you need to work with your son, you know, he's got something here. So that's the story of me um just growing up. But the fact that he was such a musician and all his brothers were such a musician, their parents, my grandparents really weren't into the music side of things like that. Like, right? They probably was just like you know, they had ten kids. You see what I'm saying? So watch your brothers and sisters. Like, help help out here on the farm. Do this, do that, do that. So basically, it was a different lifestyle for them. Music right. music wasn't the bread Main and focus. butter. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, you know, it's some crazy stories. Like m- my father would tell some stories about uh, you know, when it was. Segregation back then, and um, you know his, you know my uncle. My uncle would uh, grab, you know, g- grab one of the guitar players, and you know during intermission of the movie when you know all the black people were upstairs, and then the white folks was downstairs, and you know during the intermission, my uncle came out with this guitar player and started playing some, you know, Chuck Berry or some crazy, shit and integrated the whole city of Lebanon, yeah. Kentucky. You know, the blacks and the whites was partying. And this was back in a time when, you know, like I said, it was separate, you know. Yeah. And um, so these are the stories of the legacy of my, my family. But, uh, yeah, music as you asked, that, music does run yeah. deep. But, but like I said, you know, when it came to the grandparents, they was all about, you know, all about the work. So, right. Uh,
1: Which allowed... That to happen that then for did them allow that for their happen. kids, right? Okay, you so know. you are mean, unlocking
0: a whole thing in me, right? This now. is what the <laughs> show does.
1: It's music, music and memories. But then what you said, you know, yeah. getting together, playing Chuck Berry, and everyone mm-hmm. can dig on this music together, right? Exactly. And I just wanted to mention, there's a a place in Fort Myers in the Dunbar community called McCullum Hall, yes. which was a stop on the Chitlin Circuit, mm-hmm. and they
0: are now re- rehabilitating it. Yes,
1: dope. Yeah, McCullum Hall is actually going to be a, well, it's starting to be a whole. Revitalization, revitalization in that whole area so it's mm. pretty exciting you know you mentioned uh, tina turner i mike myself and richard the three creators and hosts and producer of the show mm-hmm. we did our own episode of the podcast and tina turner's rolling on the river is my second song nice. story and it's about my grandmother so it's sort of funny how that yeah, weirdly yeah. intertwined together there <laughs> uh do you remember the first live music that you ever saw Uh, first live music that you thought were like excited for not something maybe you were drugged to but like music that you were like i'm going to this concert show whatever
0: um let's see uh i remember i i was drugged to it but i I, it turned me on this was uh (laughs) this is in the 80s man janet jackson came to uh to you know to Kentucky and um,
1: Mike's laughing he's like <laughs> clapping about this <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god and Bobby Brown actually opened up oh and this was the, they were smoking weed in the um this was the first time I was like, Although "What's the about what's right? this smell? Like, what is? You know, all of these new things, <laughs> sensations was going on. The half naked people smell? on the stage. You're
1: pushing your glasses up. <laughs> what is this?
0: <laughs> right. So, you know, so I was just like, "Wow, this is a whole new new life out here." So, um, yeah, Janet Jackson controlled Tour. Okay,
1: uh, they, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, what about the first music you physically owned? Oh, ever that you can remember.
0: Um. Oh, that's a good question. Um, uh, I uh, I do remember this, and uh, this is one of the first songs. Like, this is man, cause okay, going back. I'm I'm in Louisville. I remember this? Yeah. In 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 the eighties, when I you know was was growing up and starting to become something, listen to music, whatever. So, this is when hip hop started, just kind of. It was, this was, it had so many forms. It was, it was formless. It was just like you had gangster music, you had conscious music, you had dance music, you had, you know, so much. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> it's funny. Diggable Planets. Nobody knows this song. Um, you, you know, you know who <laughs> they I don't know are? about this song, you know, but I know about them. Yeah, you know, Diggable Planets. Yeah. Uh, uh, what what was the song? Um He's
1: gonna look it up, don't worry.
0: it was it was the well I bought the album. That was the first album that I that I bought with Their my first Almighty. album? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh what's the song? Everybody knows the song that they that they had. Uh uh Mike can uh can even pull it up. It's called oh cool Who that? cool like that? Who cool yeah. like that, right? Yeah. There you go. Oh my god. Listen to this yes. beat. I used to run a coffee shop and this was on one of our C D fifty C D changers. So this is the first CD I bought with my own money. Mm. I was just like, you know what? Ooh, play this. Yeah. Like the breeze, out of lips. What else? Yeah. Okay. I right, okay. Yes. So so um, this was like something new. Like I was like, I, these guys are not like just talking about, you know, um, whatever. They are far out with it. You know what I'm saying? What did
1: you listen to it on?
0: CD, I yeah. think. Oh, was it? I was, the like, tape? I was like, I was like, probably tape?
1: a tape possibly I got the, th- there. It might yeah. be
0: the tape yeah. era. It still might have been So some I was tapes like, you got there. like a
1: boombox, you got like the whole Walkman setup situation. What was it? I'm not sure if it was mm. tape or, or, okay. or CD,
0: but I, this is what I do remember. This is what I do remember. The smell mm. of the artwork. Ooh, nobody knows about that. Ooh. When you take out the artwork, it's the it's the smell of the paper, the booklet, the booklet. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, this is a whole new sense. Like I'm, I'm listening, I'm feeling, I'm looking, I'm smelling. Oh wow! So all of that was like, um, it it was more than just music to me. It was visceral. Like the, it was the feel. It was yeah. the vibe. You know. I like that. And so I I still remember the smell of the artwork.
1: Ooh, you probably wow. haven't thought about that in. Ooh, he's got chills. I think.
0: Yeah, I do. I, I man. like that. That's it,
1: that's what. Hey, music and memory, especially people who yeah.
0: audiophile. It you like music? It was like, it music, was like a purple. It was a purple. Um, with it had a pic. It was like an Afro pic on the CD on the cover on the cover. Yeah, and uh, and I'm looking through the booklet, but like I said, it was just a. It was just. I don't know what they did. I don't know if they. Um, if they packaged that CD and like it was nag champa's in the, uh, there was something, <laughs> something, something was going on. I burn on. that
1: every day, so yeah,
0: it was something going it. on. But but the the smell of that paper was just like ooh we this is funk right here. This is this is soul. This is hip hop right here. So um, I, th- those are the some of the memories of um, some of the first things that I spent my own money on to go out there and uh, and buy for myself. So yes. yeah.
1: I'm glad that you remember that and the I smell do. of it because th- that's like what books th- and things that that's oh, a very
0: listen. I know it sounds weird. No, right? it does
1: not to me. I I I relate to that very very yeah, well.
0: Smell the people don't understand that smell connects you with memories yes. more than any other thing. Yes, yeah.
1: Uh, for me, it's music and how things smell that brings me mm. back to. A, I mean, it could be this is a second grade. You know what I mean? It's mm. just some. It's a strange it translation and transportation to where you are in life. Right. So let's get to your second song. Okay. You want to introduce it again, um, the same way. You want to do the same thing.
0: No, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna go. So, okay, so boom. So yeah, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm grown now. Well, mm-hmm. not really, but I'm in, uh, <laughs> I'm in, I'm in like eighth grade. I think I'm grown. Very you grown. Know what I'm saying? Super you know, grown. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to, uh, I'm starting to get <laughs> influence from the outside world, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and certain things that I see. Um, it's 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 like I could relate this to you know to music I could you know certain things I'm listening to I could relate this to my life so I'm I'm correlating a lot with music and life at this point and so uh, this guy comes out the West Coast uh, by the name of Snoop Doggy Dog, man and I was like what this dude right here is a pimp ass dude. <laughs> He's, he's he's saying a different story, he's speaking to me, he's, he's a straight gangster, but he's got talent. Mm-hmm. So let me hear what he's talking about. And boom, Snoop, he was born to be a rapper. Um, there's no question there. Yeah, there's no, there's no or question a pimp. There. Either or well, either yeah. a pimp or a rapper. Either either <laughs> so one. So he of just the talked t-
1: about being the P.I.M.P. I mean he really was. Yeah, he is, was he was a gangster is, I mean, and a on, pimp yeah.
0: and a rapper. Yeah. All all wrapped Successfully. up. Successfully. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so uh so so boom. So then I'm in I'm in eighth grade and I'm listening to, you know, his music. And I'm I know I'm dating myself. This is the early nineties, man. Yeah. But uh imagine a kid going through the hallways, you know what I'm saying? And songs like Bitches Ain't Shit But Hoes and, and Tricks. tricks. I, I, I told myself I wasn't gonna say this on NPR radio, but you know what I'm saying? I'm trying I would like to keep it clean. But in a way. Keep it real. I do wanna keep it real. Keep it real. And so so I'm so can a teacher tell me shit when I'm listening to Bitches Ain't Shit but Hoes and Tricks, walking through the hallway in eighth grade. You dig what I'm saying? I got yeah. my Walkman on, and you telling me to pull my pants up and uh, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> But holds the trick. Snoop just told me that. You gonna try tell me nah, come on. And I'm turning it up like so this is so so Lottie Dottie. I'm gonna play this song right here. Cause this is this is like a ode to an ode to one of the most powerful songs in hip hop, one of the founders, Slick Rick. And so I love what Snoop did from taking it from the West Coast and paying homage. To this East Coast legend, Slick Rick, and redoing Lottie Dottie. So I wanna play that song. That's my second song.
1: Wow,
0: there was wisdom in that song too. You know what I'm saying? There's
1: song stories in songs themselves. (laughs) I I like that Mike was digging on it though, too. That's the first time he ever heard that song.
0: Mike, that's a true story. So you talking about the original or this? You, the, well, you know, either oh, either one. Either I have one. a very narrow music. Yeah, uh, no, I I, uh, I appreciate it. Okay, I'm glad I could turn. See, we talked about turning yes. people on to absolutely. We and like we this. just did that. My mind is open. I just haven't been on this road.
1: I like that though.
0: My, my man said, "You can't have me. I'm too young for you." B-.
1: Anyway, um, so when you hear that song, where okay. do you go when you hear that song?
0: I go to a place where it's like. Um, money over b- How about that. Cream, it, a cream, yeah, situation. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so cash rules everything. Cash rules Mike everything around me. It's it's just about like, you know, somebody who who's uh, young knows what they want, know where they want to go. Eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. <laughs> uh, you can't tell me nothing. I'm listening to Lottie Dottie in my <laughs> headphones.
1: Cash ruling everything around you. In eighth you grade. Can you tell me anything?
0: It. So yeah, so uh, definitely just I'm speaking too young to for you <laughs> talking to your teacher I'm like. To the young, to the teacher, right? I'm, I'm too young for I'm you. I'm too young for you. You know what I'm saying? With Sorry. your wrinkle, I can't be your lover. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah, it's just, it was just a generation of saying what you felt. You know what I'm saying? It was on your heart. You know what I'm saying? And this is another story song. You know what I'm saying? He told a story. And uh, like I say, shout out to the original storyteller, yeah, Rick, you know?
1: For sure. What, was your general vibe in like, hip hop through like, adolescence in high school, mostly hip hop.
0: Well, I would say no. No. Um, you say adolescence? Yeah, like eighth
1: grade going into high school, kind of. Because you know your your music. I think well, anyway yeah, might yeah. they yes, they're yes. the same. They evolved do, though a lot yes. in that time.
0: I would say yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. At, at that time, it was all hip hop. Yeah, right. Yeah. So
1: who? I mean, and R and B because
0: yeah. R and B too. Yeah. Hip hop, R and B, rap. I mean, the thing with that era of R and B singers was they damn near was just as hard as all the rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like who are you uh, listening
1: to then, I mean, like R and B around then?
0: Probably Jodeci. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thugs. You know the thugs. This is when I thought I was a thug. You know what I'm saying? I. You know what I mean like you know um You got to be cool. Doing some thug stuff, you dig? Yeah. I hung around with guys we we didn't care too much about, you know what I'm saying, being fly for the ladies. We was just about thugging you dig what I I'm saying? It. So yeah. these artists was the guys who spoke to me at that era, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then later on, I might listen to the R&B dudes who told me go on get your hair cut, go on like get a nice little chain on and have a shirt uh, you know button down with about the first three buttons d- unbuttoned. And you know, i listen to them, you know what I'm saying? And i and Take it nice I, 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 and slow. Yeah, then then next, you know, next thing, you know, I'm slow dancing with the chick on it in the dance floor. You mm-hmm. feel me? So so you it was a balance with the music back then. You know, it was gangster, like I said, it was conscious music. And, you know, it was R and B music too for the ladies too. So um it's it's funny going to the clubs these days and not, you know what I'm saying, like like the dudes is <laughs> dancing with the dudes, the girls dancing with the girls. And it's just like, man, y'all don't, y'all missed the whole era of slow dancing. When was the last time you went to the club and they played an R&B song where, they, where you could slow dance to it? Huh? No. No? It hadn't happened in 10 no, years? it's been a while. This leads
1: perfectly, though, into my next question. Okay. So, do you remember your first slow dance?
0: Hmm. Uh. Do I remember the song? I don't remember the song, but I do remember the dance. Um. Hmm. Oh, it was Monique. Oh. Let me, let me, let me. This was this was fifth grade. Fifth grade. And she so um, yeah, man, like, you know what I'm saying? My she was the um she was the she has she had babies at that age. Is my my is, am I? <laughs> You yeah, go for it. I can say that. Yeah, you can say that. So, because I, I was you still did. young, I was <laughs> yeah, still you can, listen. Cause you listen, did. listen, we were, we. I was a kid. She was a kid. So yeah. th- all of this is fair game. <laughs> um, but she was a she was a grown woman with the kid's body. Like she was she was a kid my age, but she was a grown woman. Mm-hmm. Like she, had, she she was as thick as some of the teachers we had. So. uh I pushed up on her, you know what I'm saying? They played some slow music, you know what I'm saying? I made sure I had a peppermint in my mouth or something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, licked my lips a couple times, you know what I'm saying? And strode on over there and and asked could I could I have a dance with her, you know what I'm saying? And um yeah, we ended up going together for about for about a week you know you know relationships didn't last much longer than that but hey a week then's like a month a week then was a (laughs) like ah, a month ah, (laughs) it was so many problems in that one week (laughs) where we was like you know what this ain't for us it started off so well
1: (laughs) Just rubbing up on oh, our slow so, dance and then. Listen,
0: if we could have just slow danced that whole week, we probably would still be together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Do you uh, like to
1: dance in general?
0: I do. Yeah. I do. I do. That's okay. my guilty pleasure. I love to dance, too. I love to dance.
1: It's always a hit or miss, honestly. You ask people that and there's like, no. Or it's like, maybe. I'm like, there's no maybe. You like nah, to dance you or you either, don't. You yeah, don't just sort of yeah. like to dance.
0: Yeah. And, and it's funny because either you're good or you're terrible. But you still love it. But lean into, or, it. Hey, if lean if into it. If you lean into it. if you're, who cares? It doesn't matter.
1: If you lean into whatever you do, Facts. then it's just, per, it'll, it's fine. Because if people know that you're just genuine about how terrible or how great you are, it's, then it's all good. Bars. It's all good. Yes. What did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a kid?
0: Uh, uh, I wanted to be, a, <laughs> wanted to be an engineer, like a, uh, um, electric engineer, mechanical engineer, and it's funny because the guy that y'all was about to interview, oh today yeah. would have had a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of things to say hey about. Hey there, that topic. Marvin, if you're listening. Shout out to Marvin Terrell,
1: who we got the email from, yes. so we thought he was going to be the guest today. Which that's, as you, that's my role. We manager. take whoever. Yeah, we'll my, take out anyone if he wants to be a guest in the future. We're ready for him. <laughs> Listen, he's he is
0: he was way more interesting to me. This dude is hilarious <laughs> on a daily basis. He actually, I'm gonna put him out there. Broke. Um, he broke a shower, uh, 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 a towel rack <laughs> just yesterday. And then, um, you know, when everybody woke up this morning, it uh, was like 8.30 in the morning. He got the power drill out, fl- fixing it this morning. You know what I'm saying? So, And then just checking on everything, you know, making yeah. making sure that
1: everybody's this, ready light, to go. this
0: light turns on. Okay, it turns on. You know, this fan, this ceiling fan is screwed in tight. So th- that's the type of guy he is. That's and, good, um,
1: though. You need that kind of person. We do.
0: You do. Anybody who's an artist out here, who's out here on the road, you got to have somebody like Rello. He's going to. Your car breaks down. He's going to make sure that's together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Music equipment go out. He's got it. Lights. This dude is amazing. So shout out to my guy. Heck yeah. He told me to shout him out and organically it happened. It did. So there you go.
1: It did. And I appreciate him for helping us get this all organized and together today. And thank you again for joining us. No doubt. Uh, What's the last concert that you
0: went to? Besides my own, yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say aside Goody from your Mob, own.
0: Goody Mob. I just went to the Goody Mob show not too long ago, okay. and um, I want to say this is my first time seeing them live. Even though we've done songs together, yeah, but this is my first time seeing them actually perform live, and uh, I was in the front row. I was a kid in the candy store, man. I, I'm, you know, I, I probably. Gave one of them a bunch of weed in my out of my pocket, just dapping them up and here, slap slap the dub in their <laughs> hand or something, you know what I'm saying? Just because like I'm just a fan, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I and, and I go back to some of the music that, that basically changed my life. Um, them guys being from the South and uh making it and paving the way as a group and letting me know that it's possible for my group to do the same thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. Which may
0: lead me into my third song.
1: Ooh, we can get there in a minute. Okay, We get there in a minute. We'll we'll focus on concerts for a second. Okay, let's do that. What would you say is maybe a top-tier concert that you would like to experience if you haven't experienced it? Okay. Unless you've reached that pinnacle and you're like, no, I saw this show. Um, But what would be your ideal lineup of a show?
0: Oh, my God. Uh, I'm. It would probably be like my childhood. Like I need to see somebody um from the '70s or something like that. Like any chance I can, I'll go. I saw Gladys Knight live. Oh, oh. It was amazing! I was. Am- I saw Tina Marie live. Oh, she's a, she was amazing. Oh
1: my god, that's fantastic! She
0: killed it. And um, but uh, but uh, but a uh, Michael Jackson or somebody like that, rest in peace. But like, you know, if I could go to a concert like that, mm-hmm. uh. I, all that thug shit I was talking about earlier is out the window. You dig what I'm saying? I'm grabbing I'm 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 got white socks and penny loafers and we you spinning around. You know yep. what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, turning yeah. back into, you know, nine year old Buffalo. So basically uh somebody in on the old school realm mm-hmm. to me is uh is is a concert that I would like love to go to. And it don't matter what genre, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It could be Rod Stewart, if he come out, you know what I'm saying? i yeah, go yeah. to a Rod Stewart concert or something crazy like that. You I know? would turn up
1: for that, too. Yeah, I would turn, I would it would up, turn for up for Rod. That. Yeah, yeah, for sure. My grandmother loved him. No doubt. I don't know what she loved it so much. But just hearing her like, you know, if you want my butt, then you think I'm sick. Like yeah, that whole yeah. thing. I'm just like, hell yeah, Grandma, yeah, you do that. Right. I called her Nanny. So, you know. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Nanny for that. Yeah,
0: shout out to. It's, it's cool because you know a lot about a person about what they call their grandmother. Oh, you yeah, what yeah. Did you call her Nana? Did you
1: call uh, her Nanny? Uh, I called her Nana Bobby or Nanny. That was okay. those are the two. Yeah. And then my father's grandmother was Nana Jean. And then my grandfather's Papa Joe.
0: So that's funny because my my grand my mother's mother was Grand Eileen. like uh, so we we put her name with the grand and uh, d- this is so crazy because the first grandkid gets to name the grandmother do you know that oh so yeah, when you come sense. out I mean uh, my you already <laughs> had you already <laughs> knew the name of your grandmother yeah. why because the first he... grandchild had named her.
1: Yeah, Nana, Nana Jean. Nana Jean. Nana, Jean. Nana, Nana Bobby, yeah, yeah. Nana Bobby. Nanny, thank you. Thanks, Matt. That's my brother. Yeah, That's his shout fault. Shout
0: out to Matt. That's his fault. <laughs> you, 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 you set the tone, Matt. <laughs>
1: I dig that, though, too. What would you say is like a best concert that you think? And I I, I hate that question in a way because it just depends for me on okay. concerts, right? But one that you've already experienced that you, you're you like this one. This Listen, was like my pinnacle. Okay, okay. Yeah.
0: Right, I got one. Oh, good. The Marley Sons. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm. I'm going to tell you why. Shout out to Bob Marley, first of all, for having so many children all across the world.
1: Talented children. That are so talented. Everyone. like, Come on now. Oh, my God.
0: So, <laughs> so look. Bob Marley got like, uh, well, the guys that was touring, it's like uh, Ziggy, Rohan, Damien. Yeah. It's a, all, all of them. It's, it's about nine of them. And- the most we <laughs> so Nappy Roots actually toured with the Marley bro, Marley Sons. Okay, right? um, we we did like five shows on the East Coast with them, and this was so amazing because we um we got to see how they like like each one of them had their own bus. Uh, they brought their families out. So before the show, uh, uh, Damian Marley's kicking the soccer ball with his sons, and you know what I'm saying everybody's out there just you know having a great. Time enjoying the energy before the show. Yeah, and so we uh, we 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 did our thing. We get on stage, knocked it out. Then we uh we sat in the crowd to watch the Marley Sons. When I tell you that these these dudes now one of them played football, like like one of them was an actor, like one you know <laughs> one of them married Lauren Hill. Like, come on, yeah, yeah, come I know. Say, what
1: I'm married to Lauren Hill. These
0: dudes, <laughs> is, these dudes is already like set. But they can all play and sing, and so they all did Bob Marley songs. Mm-hmm. One was on the mic while the other eight was playing instruments. <laughs> then the dude who was on the mic gets off the mic, goes to like the you know whatever the, the uh, <laughs> you know um, whatever instrument it was you know if it was the guitar if you got the, the didgeridoo out didgeridoo, <laughs> can do whatever they want you know whatever they, they grab the instrument. <laughs> And they played that instrument mm-hmm. while the next guy sung the song. Then he would switch and then that guy would get off the didgeridoo and get on the <laughs> keyboard. And then he would play the next song. Then he'd get off the keyboard and play the damn xylophone. Like triangle. Whatever. And and uh and the whole time there was this one guy who waved the Jamaican flag in the air on the stage and never let it drop. This guy waved yeah. the flag for two and a half hours. <laughs> to every song, on beat. And it was, it, watching this whole thing unfold in front of my eyes was just like, come on. Who, who come on. Who, who gonna top that? You I don't know, what man? Saying? man. Like, just, these dudes are singing all of their dad's songs. And then just, and then just jumping on a guitar, playing this, jumping on and playing that, jumping on the drums Like it's nothing. It's nothing. They yeah. born with the talent. It's in mm-hmm. their bones. And so, and they sound just like him. They do. Did, so, yeah, they oh, do. Oh my God. So, um, that is a concert. If <laughs> if you want to go to one, yeah, find the the Bob Marley sons and go to their concert.
1: That's fantastic. If they're ever around here, I- If they I, ever that's, come back. Yeah, I definitely will. Uh, let's get into your third song then. I want to go there now. Okay.
0: All right, all right. We I steer the about, ship, well, so did, I want to go you there now. So, um, so my third song, I'm going to take it to the South. Mm. And, um, this is, uh... The Kings of the South. This is Outcast. And uh this was they, they proved they have already they had already proven themselves on Southern Playlist, right? We heard this song. Excuse me, we heard the album. Came out of nowhere. We did we had no idea what Atlanta, Georgia sounded like. And uh Outcast told us. And and we we fell in love and we started going there and this became the mecca pretty much of hip hop music at today. Yeah. Today. Uh, But the second album, they have this one song. And um, I remember being in Shawnee Park in Louisville, Kentucky. Shooting dice, honestly. Listening, you know, with the gambler playing in my back of my mind, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. But you know, somebody pulls up in a donk, if you know what a donk is, and uh, got the, of course, we got, the, they had the, the, the 15s in the back shoving some some music. And I'm, yep. and I'm like, what in the world is this? And say, they was like, this that new Outcast. So, the second album that came out with this song and i'm gonna I'm gonna just let the guys play it from right now Let's Go on. Hear, it. hear this song <laughs> you, had there, you had to be there man you had to be there you had to be there when the song first came out, you had to be there I mean to to rap over the smooth beat like that you know what I'm saying and just flow and what you're talking about is just like. So simple. You know what I'm saying? It's every day. It's but but you've captured you you've encapsulated this simple mentality in such a beautiful way. Me and you, first of all, that's that's all we need. But then come on bring your mama and your cousin too. You know what I'm saying? We can roll on down the street on vogues Coming up, slamming Cadillac does. Now, for for y'all that, you know, that don't understand, he meant doors. Yeah. He did. But we slamming Cadillac doves, and when you slam Cadillac doves, it's a certain sound. You know what I'm saying? That you 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 know, it's only the Cadillac mm-hmm. dough gonna make when you slam it. So, yeah, man. Ah, oh, man. Outcast elevators. This this actually changed my life. This is what made me want to go into hip hop. Honestly,
1: when you were playing dice, right? throwing mm-hmm. dice. Did you notice anyone else notice the song the way you were noticing? Nobody
0: it? noticed it like mm. I did because uh, it's almost like, like they was like, "Ah, oh, bro, you ain't heard that." And ah, so, okay. but but it, but it still didn't hit them like it hit me. How old were you around Roundabout? This, uh, I was probably about fourteen. Okay, yeah, yeah. But um, so the thing is, like, there's been a couple moments in my life where I, where like I definitely got to get out of there and go run and do something that that music just had, had inspired me to do uh one actually came when I first started rapping um and it uh it was it was on my neighborhood it was it was on the block, right and it was like twenty, 30 kids all in a group, and I was just like, uh, damn it was like was they fighting over there? you know what I'm saying somebody fighting I mean, that's what happens in a fight. is a bunch of people around. yeah, that's the only time it happens. but when hip hop came out, you didn't understand that this was a cipher going on. So when I ran into the uh, to the group to see what was popping, it was a it was a rapper. My, it was my guy um, Beatty rest in peace, on uh, uh, from Louisville, Kentucky, a legend. Nobody will ever know his name until now. You will as long as I'm alive. Uh, beatty sitting on the handlebars on the, on a bike. My best friend Maurice Major. He was. Uh, just sitting on the bike, beatboxing while my man, bruh, Beatty, was just looking in the air freestyling. And I was just like, this is the livest I've ever seen in my life. And I literally ran home. And that was when I wrote my first rap, that day. You know what I'm saying? So having those feelings and then going back and hearing this song. I'm, I'm down on my knees shooting this, you know, lab, boom, boom. Then I hear the I hear the song and I'm like, F- these dice. I've got to do this. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, you know, I'm saying I, I love what I just heard so much that I'm inspired to make this type of music. So, you know, so um, when you got those certain moments in your life, you know, you definitely remember them. And that was one of them.
1: You, you said you were around 14-ish yeah. when that was happening. So mm-hmm. what would your 14-year-old self think of you today?
0: He'd be like, man, congratulations, man. You know, you did it. You 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 told yourself— you need to get on out of here and and do something and you did it man and um yeah so act act on it act on your on, on your your dreams ain't nothing unless you get out here and you act on it you know what i'm saying so my 14 year old self would be definitely proud of my 42 year old self as of uh november 9th about four days ago
1: happy belated birthday yeah and you yeah. came to fort myers florida to fort
0: myers to celebrate <laughs> scorpio season hell yeah in my 42nd so yeah <laughs> definitely gonna turn up
1: oh right. damn i love that uh if you could broadcast a song in this moment right into the head of every person what song do you think that you'd choose
0: um, uh, man. I mean, I would say Nappy Roots song. I, and I would say something like uh, Po Folks or something. It's, okay, it's, yeah. It's, it's like a, just a classic. song. I like that. I, I would say a Nappy Root song. But then, you know, the promoter and me would say the new song that we just dropped. You know what I'm saying? Go Sunday. ahead. Plug the song. Do it, do it. Sundown. Do it, do it, You know it, it, what I'm saying? It. You can watch the video on YouTube. It's called Sundown featuring Sunday Nappy Roots. Yeah. Go on. Go on check that shit out. All
1: right. We're going to do now kind of like a speed round. I'm gonna go rapid fire some questions at you, okay? Okay. All right. If you had to guess, what would you say is the song you've listened to the most in your life?
0: Um, I, I think Tupac. I ain't mad at you. Okay. Um, and and for the simple fact that you know when Pac died, like that's the song I played on repeat every day for about like three years after he passed. Like you know what I'm saying. Just all day, every day. So I think that probably racked up a lot of spins. Yeah. Uh, you know, more than any other song, probably I ain't mad at you, Tupac.
1: What do you think is the most overplayed song in your opinion?
0: Like everywhere, or just yeah, in, any in, and any,
1: <laughs> any, everywhere that if you hear, it, you're just like, oh man, stop playing the song, stop playing the this song.
0: This the most overplayed song. Oh man, damn. See, I have no time to think about this. Um. <laughs> Uh, it would probably be, oh, I'm Too Sexy. I hate that song.
1: The Right Said Fred song? Right? No,
0: the new one the, oh, the, the new- Future oh, and Drake oh, okay, did. Got, like, yes,
1: yes, yes. Okay, sorry. I immediately went
0: to the I'm Too Sexy for My Shirt song. Yeah, yeah, i much rather <laughs> yeah, listen I'm to like, that Yeah, I'm like, I one. like that song. Actually, I hate that song. Yeah, I love that song. <laughs> I actually, dig on one that one song. It's one of those songs that we hated so much that you know, it is kind
1: yeah, of I'm like, good. you know what? I actually dig it on that song. Right actually. Said Fred. Yeah, yeah Right yeah. Said Fred. We'll but, listen to it later. Uh,
0: but yeah, the new I'm Too Sexy is just like... Over like, it right now. Yeah, I guess I guess he's sexy. Okay, cool.
1: We get it, Drake. Right. <laughs> Drizzle, what's happening? Yeah, we get it. Jim, Wheelchair skin. Jimmy, we get it. Right, right. Because <laughs> he was son, anyway, Mike. Um, if you were a championship wrestler, what would be your entrance theme song music that you'd come out to?
0: Oh, uh, man, wow. Um, I would probably play like uh, uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, I don't know what rock and roll group sing that song, but.
1: Welcome well, to the
0: it's jungle. Guns and Roses. It's Guns N' Roses. I was gonna say Guns yeah, N'
1: Roses. Roses. So, what would your yeah. whole thing be if you were a wrestler? You have like pyrotechnics. Like, what would your whole vibe be?
0: My vibe. Um, I guess I would just like I would be like uh, like the dudes in Wakanda. Um, okay. The. Uh, the, there we go. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. Umbaku. Um, them the, the the guys, the uh, the Jabari tribe. The yeah, yeah, that's who. I like be. that. I'll be them guys, you know?
1: they're ripped too, yeah, so they're looking they're, good. Definitely. Uh, is there a band or musician that you would like listeners hearing your episode right now to be aware of that they might not be?
0: Tabby Bonet. Okay. This guy um, is 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 so underrated, and I, and I'm hoping that he's still making music, but. T-A-B-I-B-O-N-E-Y. I think, right. Or B-O-N-N-E-Y. Something like that. Taddy right. Bonet. Cool. And he's from D.C. And uh, he's got a whole different vibe. And I would love everybody to check out his stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, he's, um, he came out bef- like before all of this fly stuff was going on. You know, he had his own little thing. And uh, kind of, you know, he was ahead of his time. So check out his music. I, I do Guilty pleasure binge his music tabby yeah.
1: fantastic uh is there an album that when you listen to it you have to listen all the way through you're like no i just have to hear the entire album
0: <sighs> Hmm. no <laughs> that's a good no. answer that's I mean, really I, good. i, I, I swear it. i'm a singles guy like I, I listen to singles you dig and i'll keep it moving but um an album that i gotta listen all the way through oh um I'll say I remember like when uh, when mystical like mystical's second album. I think it was the second album. Okay, yeah. It came out like in um, maybe two thousand one or mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, every song on there was fire. So yeah, I, I would listen to that every time. I, I I would never skip a song on that album.
1: Okay, you said that your three songs was very hard to choose three. Yes. Uh, what was the process that you went through trying to pick your three songs?
0: <laughs> Stop right here and send this before <laughs> before we don't make it. Make the deadline. That Go into was, your head do this now? <laughs> yeah, that was it. It was but, a uh, threatening email from me. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> yo, uh, time is ticking. We got yeah. this interview. You need to send these in. I'm like, well. You yeah.
1: picked three good songs, though. So, I mean, was there a fourth song that you wanted it's to choose right. that you could, couldn't, that you didn't have room for because uh, we only um, made you pick three?
0: It was a lot of songs that I couldn't pick. But, yeah. uh, you know, I would say like some of the people who who uh, who I love is like 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 uh, like Cube man, mm-hmm. Cube. Ice Cube is one of my favorites. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm mad I didn't play any Cube songs because what
1: song would you played? Uh, maybe that could, that could be the parting tune maybe for the okay. episode.
0: Hmm, a Cube song that I would play. um— uh, mm, He's got so many. He does. We can just a big the, shout the, out to Cube. Yeah, the the default would be it was a good day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh
1: we can roll with that. But
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I like some of his old stuff, you know, Lethal Weapon stuff, no Vaseline. Yeah. Like just, you know, um he now now Ice Cube put together some albums that you cannot skip one song on. So uh so yeah. <clears throat> and Another one was Nas, uh, and the it was written album. Like I remember being a sophomore in high school and just like falling in love again with the East Coast music with Nas and Mob Deep and everybody on the East Coast and a little bit of Jay and of course Biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, that Nas it was written album hit different every song, and uh, and even that Mob Deep album. Um, like, so I was banging Mob Deep and Goody Mob at the same time, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like I said, being from Louisville, Kentucky, having that influence of the South, the Midwest, the East Coast and the West Coast, all kind of funneling, you know, in Kentucky. And so, uh, so yeah, I'm a fan of everything, but yeah, I'm mad that I didn't choose a Nas song. I'm mad I didn't choose a Mob Deep song. Maybe
1: next time next we can try time. to do this. Next yeah. time you come visit Fort Myers, we'll do this all again. Yeah. That was this is it. You have three people. If you don't mind recommending three people that you mm-hmm. think would be good guests, who are those three people?
0: So I would say uh, the rest of Nappy Roots, that, but that yeah. would be one, my, one, just one of those slides. <laughs> uh, and then two of my favorite people. Um, you know, they're 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 young guys, but they grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. And the artists that you may know, um, Bryson Tiller mm-hmm. and Jack Harlow.
1: Fantastic! Yeah, so that would, I would be awesome. Yeah, I, we, I, if you I, could hook us up with that, we could get them in a studio. We'll sure, do this. Let me call them right now. Do it. Mm-hmm. Go for it right now. Hit them up. No, but ha- how did you like your experience? Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. We appreciate it. Any final thoughts?
0: Man, um, live, learn, and love. That's it.
1: No one to fold them.
0: And no one to fold them. oh yeah! You know, no one to walk away and no one to run.
1: Thanks for joining me.
0: Peace out, y'all. And don't count your money while you're sitting at the table. Definitely don't do that. We out. Break them.
1: We make this podcast in the studios of WGCU Public Radio at Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers. Mike Canary is host and creator. Richard Chinqui is co-creator, host, and producer. I'm host and online content producer. Our executive producer is Chris Duffus. Our theme song was created by Dave 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 Cowan and Stick Martin at Monkey House Studios in St. Pete. You can find Three Song Stories online, get social with us, follow us, like us, share us with your friends. We're on Instagram at Three Song Stories. We're also on Facebook. Facebook at Three Song Stories. And if you like us so much, you can donate to the cause. Visit WGCU Public Media, WGCU.org, click that donate button. You can always make a donation on behalf of Three Song Stories. Keeping the conversation going in our parting tune today is the song It Was a Good Day from Ice Cube's 1992 album, The Predator, as promised to Mr. Buffalo be Still. Keep listening.
0: Next time on Three Song Stories.
1: One of the robots called a hamburger a hamburger sandwich, and I couldn't stop thinking about it.